Section 55 of 5 Minute Stories. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. Recording by Ruhi Huck. 5 Minute Stories by Laura E. Richards. Section 55 Amy's Valentine. John said, Little Amy, did you ever send a valentine to anybody? John the gardener looked rather sheepish and dug his spade into the geranium bed. Well, miss, he said, I have done such things when I were a lad. Most lads do, I suppose, miss. Oh, that sly old John. He knew perfectly well that he had a valentine in his pocket at that moment. A great crimson heart in a lace-trimmed envelope directed to Susan, the pretty housemaid. But there was no need of saying anything about that to little miss, he thought. If you were not so very old, John, continued Amy, looking seriously at him, I should ask you to send me one, because my papa is away, and I have no brothers, and I don't know any lads, as you call them. But I suppose you are altogether too old, aren't you, John? John straightened his broad shoulders and looked down rather comically at the tiny mite at his feet. Why, Miss Amy, he said, whatever does make you think I should be so very old? Your papa is a good bit older than I be, miss. My papa? cried Amy, opening her eyes very wide. Why, John, you told me yourself that you were a hundred years old, and I know my papa isn't nearly so old as that. The gardener laughed. More shame to me, miss, he said, for telling you what wasn't true. Sure, it's only in fun I was, Miss Amy, dear, for I'm not forty years old yet, let alone a hundred. But I hear Mary calling you to your dinner, so run up to the house now, Missy, and don't think too much of what old John says to you. Away, ran little Amy, and John, left alone with his geraniums, indulged in a quiet but hearty laugh. To think of that, he said to himself, a hundred years old. Sure, I must take care what I say to that young one. But the pretty lass shall have her valentine, and she shall, and as pretty a one as I can make. And John dug his spade into the ground with right goodwill. It occurs to me that you children who live in the north may say here, what was he doing to the geranium bed in February? But when I tell you that little Amy lives in Virginia, you will not think it so strange. St. Valentine's Day was bright and sunny, and Amy was up early, flying about the house like a bird, and running every five minutes to the front door. Cause, there might be a valentine, Mama. Presently she spied the postman coming up the gravel walk, and out she danced to meet him. Oh, such a pile of letters as she took out of his leather bag. Miss Amy Russell, said the postman. Oh, cried Amy, she's me. I mean, me's her. I mean, oh, oh, one, two, three, four, five. Oh, thank you, Mr. Postman. You're the best postman in the whole world. And in she danced again to show her treasures to Mama. Gold lace, silver arrows, flaming hearts. Oh, how beautiful they were. But suddenly, ting, tingle, ding. A tremendous peal at the front doorbell. Down went the valentines in Mama's lap and off flew the excited child again. But this time when she opened the door, no sound escaped her lips. Her feelings were too deep for utterance. 
there on the doorstep lay a valentine but such a valentine a large flat basket entirely filled with white carnations with a border of scarlet geraniums and in the middle of a large heart of deep red carnations with the words my valentine written under it in violets amy sat down on the doorstep with clasped hands and wide-open eyes and mouth she rocked herself backwards and forwards uttering little inarticulate shrieks of delight and john the gardener peeping round the corner of the house chuckled silently and squeezed the hand of susan the pretty housemaid who happened curiously enough to be standing very near him humph said john the gardener i haven't forgotten how to make valentines if i be a hundred years old end of amy's valentine